This is Appreciate Life. Welcome to Appreciate Life. Today, my special guest is Sam Hawkins, a local entrepreneur who owns four companies, is a published author, and has a second book coming out August 25th. He's a husband, a dad, a coach, and a mentor. And I've got to know him a little bit over time, and I can say he's a good friend. I'm looking forward to you guys hearing from him today. Sam, what's going on, my man? Not too much. How's it going? Hey, it's going good. I'm excited to have you on. Looking forward to hearing about your story and how we can help change some lives. Thanks. I appreciate it. So go ahead and uh, tell us all about uh, some about yourself. Um, well, I'm currently doing a million things, so, so I never know where to start. Um, uh, right now, I'm in the middle of finishing up my second book. Um, I, I was, became a published author a little um, in December of this past year. Um, in the middle of that, coming off this COVID-19, I'm, I have four companies um, that I own, and I'm trying to get them back going. One of them is starting to roll a little bit, little bit now. Um, I'm, you know, I'm boxing. I have a couple of pro fighters that I train and manage um, that I'm trying to get them back going. Right now, we don't know when fights are going to be scheduled, so they're moving. But a um, li- little bit of what I have going on right now, um, besides being a husband, being a dad, he <laughs> um, <laughs> is active in this time of that went from um, out of school to straight to summer and just sitting in the house. So trying to keep them active and keep them doing something Definitely. is everything I have going on right now. Very cool. So with your, uh, it seems like, like you said, you have a whole lot going on. So how do you manage all that time? Especially, I'm sure you get a lot of people presenting you with different opportunities and things like that since you have so much going on. So how do you manage all that? Well, I, I wish I could show you. I'm sitting in my office now, but I wish I could show you, but I'm going to point. I have a dry erase board right there, one right there, <laughs> one right there. And that, that is my brain to start with. Um, so just from starting, this one is pretty much my to-do list mm-hmm. um, for like two of the companies. This is stuff I'm helping other people with. Like at the top of it, I'm in the process of helping my mom start a business <laughs> so she can retire. Um, and then over here is my long-term goals for the year that I kind of keep um, updating where they are. So a little bit of um, starting with that to-do list as I mark things off. But after, mm-hmm. after I mark three off, I come and um, I replace those with three more um, gotcha. new goals, and that's that's how I keep my my myself on on path and mm-hmm. kind of remember what I'm supposed to do when I get up that morning. Oh no, I get it. I know one thing for me for a while was I wasn't writing my stuff down, and that yeah. was one of the, I didn't realize the power in writing. Like yeah. I I like to see myself as a really good writer. That's what I like to do. But as far as writing stuff down as to my to do list, my goals, things like that. That's something I recently adopted, and I'm just seeing how powerful it is, and I'm glad you're able to attest to that, just with how you're able to keep your life together. Well, I tell you, um, if, if I go back to before I had four business, when I just had one, at that same time, of course, I always had to add in um, husband and dad first, because I got, I got home duties all day. At mm-hmm. the same time, when I was growing this business, and it was kind of going in the ground, I was also coaching um, high school rugby over at Fishers, and I was also running a boxing program in Indianapolis um, with the youth out here. And so I get up some morning, my brain would be on this subject, but it needs to be here. And I couldn't, I couldn't get that to, um, you know, um, sink in. And so I started writing. Okay, today is the three things I'm doing for rugby. Here's the two things for boxing. Here's the five things for my business. And I just started being able to write them. It kept me on path. 
and then it made it a real goal and not just an idea or a thought. So yeah. I went thinking about it to actually saying, okay, let's do it, you know, and then that, like you say, there's, there's power in, in writing it down because you start, it starts to get real then. That's awesome, man. It's, it's so cool to be able to hear how it works for somebody else who's made it far along. That's dope. So um, talking about your beginning some, so like you said, with your first company, you were kind of seemed like you were just a little bit all over the place getting it started. What was that like getting off the ground and basically being your own boss? Well, I'm going to tell you, so every story that I tell you is going to sound like somebody wrote this out of a book you know? <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or for a movie. And but it's that's the story of my life. So um, I, I, my company, I do health and safety. So for 21 years now, I've been a health and safety professional where I help companies basically um, keep their workers from getting hurt. So, I, I, you know, we do proactive, whether it's writing their programs, training and all that stuff. That's what I've been doing for 21 years. So in 2013, I moved my family from Ohio to um, Indiana and quite not to say numbers, but for a six figure job. So who, yeah. who's not moving for the six figure job? So they <laughs> exactly. all money. We're on the, you know, I got a son in high school that's mad, but I'm like, it's six figures. <laughs> so we move here. He's mad. He's starting to adjust and get here and stuff because he's a standout football player in, in high school. So that's gotcha. the reason, you know, you yeah. want to build the team and, and, and graduate with them. So it was, that was his reason. But again, six figures. No, <laughs> so yeah. Oh, I got Six months later, I'm laid off. Wow. Six months later, I am laid off. And so I'm sitting here and I'm, I had to pull my family in and have a conversation on this is what happened today. And when you're sitting there and you got three miles to feed, but my wife's there and she's a nurse and she's working, she's holding, her, she's holding it down. Um, mm -hmm. But again, we're a little two income family. <laughs> oh, yeah. Our daily, our daily um, um, money where we're spending is based off of two income. <laughs> Um, so I'm telling them what's going on. They're like, first thing out of their mouth is, do we got to move again? And um, for me, honestly, I was thinking, hey, we're going to move to Georgia. But the way they asked, it was like, do we got to move? Like, we just left our friends. Six months in, we got new friends. Do we got to move again? And that's yeah. where, to me, it changed into, you know what? No, you don't have to move. I'm going to figure this out. And I'm not kidding you. There wasn't. I started applying for jobs. It was nothing, nothing out there. And to keep in mind, to take that back, when I got the six-figure job here, it wasn't just the six figures. It was, I literally in Ohio had applied for 200 jobs, 203 jobs. Um, oh, wow. Most were in Atlanta. Um, and then a little bit more than half of that was in, in um, Ohio. I applied for one job in Indiana. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it was the only job I'd ever applied for anyway here. So I thought we were going to leave. But when, I, when that happened, I started looking for safety jobs locally. And there wasn't anything there. Um, to, one company took a chance on me and they were, um, to, they had never had, they've been in business for 17 years, never had a safety person at all. And um, they offered me a job, but it was 33,000 less than what I was just making. Mm -hmm. So again, yeah, yeah you, I'm, I got an income, it's respectable. But again, my living expenses are based no. on 33. Um, <laughs> and so I'm sitting there, you know, nights where I am not sleeping, everybody's sleeping. And um, not to change this, but I got, um, I know a lot of people know Killer Mike now, but yeah. I've been listening to him for years. And one of the songs he used to have back then, um, he used to always say, how can you go to sleep when your kid going to get up the next morning and don't know where their meal going going to come from? It's like, how can you sleep when your wife don't can't go buy a pair of shoes? How can you sleep when you don't know how you're going to pay? This, so these were my thoughts. I'm sitting up at this computer at night. I can't sleep because I literally don't know where these meals are coming from. Um, so I went online, registered a company, didn't have, I don't have any business degree. 
Um, the business background, I know, is because I worked for businesses, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, but I registered a business and was like, you know what? I'm on LinkedIn. I'm going to start reaching out to companies and trying to supplement my income by offering safety on the side. Mm-hmm. Um, so for this next year, I worked for this company. On nights and weekends, this is all I did. And I'm not kidding you. If I told you, if I got three hours of sleep, that was a plus. It was usually less than three hours. Um, you know, it's, it's bad news to talk about it now, but 2013 Red Bull was still cool. Uh, <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> I, I lived off it, man. And um, nights and weekends, that's what I did um, and to build my company. And what happened was I just started reaching out to people at LinkedIn who um, needed safety. I started teaching classes on at nights. I started teaching them on the weekend. A year later, I had enough clients to quit my job. Awesome. Um, and that was just pure, just grit, just flat out. You know what? It's, you know, back against the wall. This is what we do. And that's how I got, that's how I built it. And that's how, that's what, what I've used so far to get it, you know, seven years later. Dude, that's, that's really awesome. Cause I mean, I know for me, I watch motivational YouTube videos. I'm sure other people listen to motivational songs. And it's cool when we hear people talk about their story, but to hear somebody that like I know in person to yeah, go yeah. through this and achieve that, no, that's really dope. It's really encouraging too, because it's like, then you get to look at yourself and say, well, what am I willing to sacrifice to get here? Because I mean, you can't get something for nothing. Like something has to be given up. And I feel like if it's sleep, then that's something I can get back much later. So right, that, right, I, right. I understand Man. It's crazy, too, because I hear a lot of celebrities now who have made it, and they talk about sleep is the most important thing. But when you listen to their story on how they made it, they yeah. wouldn't get sleep to get there. <laughs> now, it's, when, you know, once the sheets turn silk, then, yeah, you can go to sleep. Yeah. But <laughs> to get there, you it's gonna have to, something's going to have to give. It's 24 hours in a day, and it's where we use them is where we use them. Uh-huh. Definitely. And so with, uh, would you say holding yourself accountable was like a big thing on that? Because I know one thing for me was that I could start something, but if I felt any kind of resistance, I used to just be like, oh, well, maybe it's not the right thing for me. I used to create my excuses of, well, maybe this isn't it because it wasn't happening smoothly. doesn't sound like yours was that smooth. So what are some of the things you use to keep going? Man, so I'll, I'll tell you, um, I did a little different. I know people do like the vision boards. Mm-hmm. Mine wasn't so much vision boards, but mine was a constant, um, a constant um, look at what my actual goals were. And so mm-hmm. sometimes when I face adversity, I would, I would, you know, deal with it. And I, I won't kid you, I have days where I deal with it and, and, and I'd be in a slump for two days. Yeah. You know, like, man, I've reached out to 112 people on LinkedIn. And not one has responded to me. And these are real numbers. Yeah. Um, and you sit there and people are like, oh, just take no and keep going. No 10 times yell, no 20 times yell, 112, you pissed off, you know, so, so I would, you know, I would take that little time to myself and I'll go regroup, but then I would have this stuff around me like these boards and I, I look up and all they're saying is this, 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 I, man, I'll pull to the side, I don't know if you can see it, but on my phone there, yeah, that is my goals for 2020. Awesome. So every time my screen opens up, that's that's literally it, you can't see it word for word, but it's telling you how much I want to wake for YDE a month. My mm. cleaning company, how much I want to make for a month. How much I want to weigh at the end of the year. What is my credit score at the end of the year? Two more books at the end. Like it's there, so I can sit here and get pissed. But when I pick this phone up and think I'm gonna jump on Instagram, hear <laughs> <laughs> me right in the face. It's like <laughs> you can stroll pictures if you want or get to work. So it's little things like that is really what helped keep me accountable. It's just keeping that goal right in front of me. 
That's awesome because all the things that you're saying are things that I'm starting to, I've been incorporating over the past few months. So it's just like a reassurance of, okay, yes, that's what you do. Like that's the, the, those are some of the things that are consistent among successful people and people that are living their dream. And they don't have to just do exactly what you did, but they can take these principles and add them to their lives in whatever direction they want to go. Yep, absolutely. No, yeah, I, I love that. So uh, talk to me some about your book, Jab to Win. I mean, see, I saw you got to put in the library too recently and stuff like that. Very awesome. Yeah, so I, man, I, I'm appreciating that one. So it's now in Washington D.C. in the National Library of Congress. So my awesome. book is there. So I'm like, you know what? I want to go to D.C. now just to see my own book. You know. <laughs> no. um, but what's cool about it is so there, there's two things about me. Um, um, over the years, I've I've coached sports all the way since my oldest is 22 now. He started playing flag football at five. So I started coaching when he was five. Um, so I've coached, you know, flag football, um, um, basketball, track. Uh, I talked about I've done high school rugby. I've done amateurs all the way from the age eight to, to um, um, pros at 35. Um, and my, my method of doing both when I teach boxing is teaching you the fundamentals first, Mm. Um, making sure you understand and can execute the fundamentals. So we'll keep going over, keep going over, keep going over, and then explain it to you how to apply it from a, uh, how to apply it, and then motivate them to do it. So mm. it's one, it's not enough to, here's your jab, here's that at, but to motivate them to essentially, what I'm saying is you're going in here, somebody's going to hit you in the face, and you still have to do what I just asked you to do. <laughs> so yeah. it's a, there's a motivation thing there. People think, oh, it's just a tough getting there. No. I don't care which one of our it's very few successful boxers actually love getting hit. Yeah. Um, so that is that part. So what ended up writing, I thought I was writing a um a, a book to teach everybody jabs. So there's five jabs in boxing that we all that we all use all the time. Um so I wanted to break down and teach someone how to use them. Uh, what the book turned into was I would teach how how to properly do use the jab. Um, then I would explain what's good about it in boxing, what's bad, what to look for. But then it turned into what is that jab as it compares to life? So we'll just say like the basic jab. You know, the basic jab is the jab where they're just stepping and they're just um, throwing the jab out and pulling it back. That's setting up everything. It's setting up their hooks, their uppercuts, and everything else they want to put behind it are power shots. For us, and all of a sudden, jabs in life is that's the setting everything up. It's the setting my clock and getting up when the alarm go off, not hitting snooze 12 times. Like, that's my job. It's the most simple thing. It's yeah. showing up on time. I'm supposed to be at work at 8. It's, I can't pull up at 8.03 because that, that's my job. It's setting up my day. It's setting up my success. You know, when it's I'm a year in and I want to know why I didn't get promoted, well, you know, how did I yeah. set that up? How did I set that up? You know, over this last year, you was late 22 times. I didn't set it up right. So it's, it's, it became that. Then, you know, another one there is you slide back, you talk about the pivot jab. And the pivot is, I want a jab, but something's coming at me, so I pivot out. And then that starts talking about obstacles coming at us. So it's okay that I'm throwing the jab, but what's happening now when life's hitting me back? So mm -hmm. I, I got up with a good game plan, um, but how do I respond to that? So then it starts, each jab breaks down how we kind of use it in life. And while I was writing the book, what made it um, interesting for me and made it a real book was I'm in, I was in the midst of um, losing weight, which I'm still trying to lose another, another 40 pounds. Mm. But my goal was 100 pounds. So keep in mind, when we talked the beautiful story about me building that business um, from in 2013, for two and a half years, another thing that was sacrificed was sleep was me hitting the gym. Yeah. So 
quite frankly, I'll just be honest, I'll put the number out there. I got up to 418 pounds. Oh, wow. So, so <laughs> that 100 pounds was a real thing for me. Um, so, but by writing the book, you know, I had things in place where I got up and I walked a mile every morning. I mm -hmm. came back, I wrote, and then I would write until lunchtime. And I would go work out for lunch, um, which changed also what I ate for lunch. Um, but there was a lot of obstacles. I had a back injury, a knee injury. Um, I needed um, surgery on the knee um, that they're still postponing, but I had shoulder injuries. So it was all these things and it was pivots where I would adjust my diet, I would adjust my workout. Um, when I finished that book, I was at 95 pounds lost. Wow. <laughs> so it was, I, my goal was 100 and I lost 100, um, um, like I lost the next five pounds two weeks later. But right. that was me using everything in the book that I had just told everybody. Cause it's one thing to write it and it sounds good. Do this, do that. When life hits your turn, but what happened when life was really hitting me? Yeah. And that, so that ends up being the epilogue for the book. I actually break down and explain that whole scenario and everything in there. So it turned into what I thought when I was writing a boxing book end up being the motivation or the inspiration. And my wife just laughed. She was like, well, that's who you are anyway. You're going to, you know, even when I fuss at, at boxing, I'm going to motivate them at the end. Like, I, yeah. I, be, I might cuss them out, but I'm going to motivate them <laughs> before you get into the bag. Um, and so that's what that book turned into. That's, that's very, very dope. I'm looking forward to it. I actually plan on getting it. I will be getting it soon. I'm sure after people hear this, other people are going to want that as well. Is it something to where you can have something to hold yourself accountable with? Because I understand that, especially with that motivational aspect. Like, I'm really glad that you do that because I know that for me, I lost motivation a lot of times. But I also realized the aspect of the motivation was I wasn't doing the things that I love to do. Yeah. And yeah. it seems like that's what you figured out is that you had your goals set, but they were for what you loved. And so yeah. I'm going to guess and kind of say that a lot of it didn't seem like work. It was just stuff that you know that, hey, I like to do this. So I'm just going in this direction to achieve this goal. That's just kind of how it went for you. Well, I'll say one thing I have that that I'm that I reason why I'm sharing now um, when I talk about giving back is the one thing I got is I'm 42. Mm -hmm. um, so in, in being 42, I would say around 35, I started um, around 35. I started thinking more about am I doing what I'm doing because I love it or because people say this is what you're supposed to do at 35. So around the time I hit about 38, I started realizing I'm going to live my life. And so everything, it, the, the, the obstacles were still there. It's still tough, but it didn't matter because it's what I wanted. See, a yeah. lot of times for me, before when I, suffer, I would hit the wall and I would quit because I've done that plenty of times. Mm -hmm. It was also I was chasing somebody else's dream. So it's hard to stay motivated for something I'm not even doing for myself. So exactly. <laughs> I think that was the biggest thing. I, like you say, I really, the, it, was, it was tough, but I didn't care. This is what I wanted. And yeah. you, you've seen some of my posts. One of my favorite I'm saying comes from Jeezy. A lot of my stuff comes from rappers. <laughs> but it comes from Jeezy is trust, the, trust your process, right? Yeah. And so that's what I would do. If I'm in it and I like this, I'm trusting the process. This is part of it. You know, um, I can be obese. Getting smaller, if I want to look at that picture that I, that I, from when, what I looked like when I graduated, part of that is going to be some sweat, some pain, maybe tears. That's the process. So trusting the process means it's not easy, necessary, and you'll get there. I, the reward just got to be bigger than um, what I'm facing right now. That's awesome. Like that, I love it. Like this is, this is why I do this. I just enjoy hearing these stories and Yes, thank you very much for sharing that with us today. So right now, 
I would like you to take time. You go ahead and shout yourself out. Anything that you're working on that you got going that you want people to know about, like how they can contact you and find you and things like that. Okay, great. Thanks. I appreciate this opportunity. Um, um, first time on a podcast, by the way. Awesome. <laughs> so I'm enjoying that. Um, I didn't even think to put, um, remember all my social media stuff. But right now, I'll tell you, if you're looking for me, you can find me under Sam Hawkins on LinkedIn, or you can find me under your DOT experts on, on IG. Um, the easiest places, that's where I spend most of my time. <laughs> Obviously, I built my business from LinkedIn, so I'm still on there. Um, and right now, I'm actually working on my first book was a boxing book. That's what I do. I've been in boxing for over 30 years, so that's automatic. I've been in safety for 21 years. So now I'm writing a book that uh, will be published August 25th. That, that is designed to help companies uh, protect their workers, protect their profit, property, and really protect their profits because they'll spend less money in, in incident costs. But it's the three things that a company needs um, to have a successful safety program. So I'm working on that one now. Um, once I get that out later on in the year, maybe December, it'll be a motivational book coming next. So it's got a couple things going on. Um, I do have two pro fighters. Um, Follow me on, um, on on your DOT experts, and you'll see shout-outs for them because with the COVID-19 coming back, we're not they're not that active. We don't know when fights are going to really kick off for them. Mm -hmm. So they're staying healthy but not over-training. I don't want to train them, you know, seven days a week like boxers train um, just to find out we're not fighting till next summer. So oh, yeah. uh, oh, that's, that's what I have going on right now. Um, follow me there. Um, you'll get more of these. People keep telling me to do more videos and talk more, so I'm trying to find time to do them. <laughs> if you get hit me on those two locations, you'll start seeing some some more videos from me as well. Very awesome. And in case you guys might have missed that, he's also training two professional fighters. Just want to throw that on top of there. So, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hey I appreciate you for stopping by today. I'm sure I have you on again in the future. I'm very glad that I was your first podcast. And when you're out there doing all kinds of podcasts, you remember your first one. <laughs> I will. I will. Definitely. That's for sure. And I appreciate it. Hey, no problem. I appreciate you tuning in to another episode of the Balance Period podcast. If there was anything from today's episode that you feel added value to your life, all I ask is that you share it. You can find a shareable link to this podcast on our social media platforms. On Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, our handle is at Balance Period. Once again, Thanks for tuning in and remember, be aware, be accountable and appreciate life. Peace.